the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. COVID on the attack against first responders in Los Angeles. 505 officers are at home quarantining after having gotten positive COVID-19 test results. New York City gets its first female police commissioner. Fair policing and responsible policing is not mutually exclusive to public safety. I think when you have the people who have the temperament, the desire, and the training to do these types of things, you get the results that you want. It's Christmas in Moscow. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, January 7th. I'm Mike Scott. California is struggling to staff hospitals and classrooms as an astonishing spike in coronavirus infections sweeps through the state. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti says the city's first responders have been hit hard. 505 officers are at home quarantining after having gotten positive COVID-19 test results. For LAFD, that number is 299 employees that are out, both sworn and civilian, due to COVID-19. These are big numbers. The fast-spreading Omicron variant of COVID-19 is sidelining exposed or infected healthcare workers, even as hospital beds fill with patients. New New York City Mayor Eric Adams has tapped Nassau County Chief of Detectives Kichant Sewell as the first female police commissioner of the NYPD. Fair policing and responsible policing is not mutually exclusive to public safety. I think when you have the people who have the temperament, the desire, and the training to do these types of things, you get the results that you want. But the community should be a part of that, and they should understand what our role is and what we intend to do to make them safer. Sewell says under her watch, the department will be more responsible and better behaved. One product that is constantly in the spotlight every year at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas is big screen televisions. Ed Donahue reports this year is no exception. OLED technology is the big thing. At LG, Tim Alessi is hoping the budget is there for a big purchase. They're diverting a lot of disposable income away from things like travel or eating out and upgrading their home theater. LG's OLEDs are 4K and 8K with sizes from 42 inches to 97 inches. They have self-emissive technology, meaning it needs no backlight like an LCD. What that enables is a couple of things that really make movies pop. Number one is perfect black levels. Every pixel can be turned off individually so that the when you need black and shadow detail, it's there for you. And since everyone can be individually controlled, you get no light bleed or halo effect where dark and bright objects are adjacent to each other. LG is ramping up production of a 65-inch flexible screen that rolls in and out of a case. I'm Ed Donahue. Growth in the U.S. service industry, where most Americans work, pulled back in December after expanding at a record pace the previous two months. The Institute for Supply Management's monthly survey of service industries came in at 62 in December. That is down, but from an all-time high of 69.1 in November. 
Any reading above 50 indicates growth, and the overall index has now grown for 19 consecutive months. Business activity, employment, new orders, and supply deliveries all showed growth, though again slower than November. ISM's inventories index contracted for the seventh straight month, still affected by supply log jams, along with strong demand. I'm Ben Thomas. Daybreak Insider's Andrew Stewart reports a winter storm blanketed parts of the South Thursday with snow, freezing rain, and sleet. That snowstorm tied up roads in Tennessee and Kentucky as the system moved through Appalachia toward the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast. The National Weather Service says Nashville saw snowfall of more than six inches. Forecasters also say freezing rain and sleet coated areas around the Tennessee-Alabama state border. A lot of vehicle crashes and other issues bottleneck drivers on multiple interstates in the region. In the Northwest, the latest storm brought flood warnings. The shutdown of a major mountain pass, school closures, and icy roads on Thursday. Vancouver, Washington resident Amber Dragoo told KATU the street flooding was the worst she's seen in years. I'm very confused about it. I've lived here my entire life and in this area, and I've always seen it be kind of bad just on this road, but today is obviously particularly bad. It's like, what's going on? Is it the storm drains or like, you know, what, what, what is it? Heavy rain and snowmelt brought flooding concerns in western Washington and Oregon as the latest atmospheric river moved into the region. Christmas in Moscow. Orthodox Christians in Russia, Serbia, and other countries began Christmas observances Thursday amid restrictions aimed at dampening the spread of the coronavirus. But few worshipers appeared concerned as they streamed into churches. The majority of Orthodox believers celebrate Christmas on January 7, with midnight services especially popular. President Biden blasted Donald Trump during a speech marking the one-year anniversary of the U.S. Capitol attack. During a speech at the Capitol's Statuary Hall, the president blamed Donald Trump for his role in last year's violence and accused him of being a continuing threat to American democracy. For the first time in our history, a president had not just lost an election, he tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. Trump responded in a written statement accusing Democrats of using January 6th to stoke fears and divide America. He said America sees through their lies. Greg Clugston, Washington. On this first anniversary of the attack on the Capitol, former President Trump says President Biden and Democrats are distracting voters away from their failed policies. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett reports. Mr. Trump said in a written statement from Florida that President Biden, quote, used my name today to further divide America. He says the president is destroying the country with, quote, insane policies of open borders, corrupt elections and disastrous energy policies. Mr. Trump went on to say that Democrats want to own this day, January 6th, so they can stoke fears and divide America. He further states that America sees through their lies and polarizations. Bernie Bennett reporting. How was the first anniversary of the January 6th Capitol riot covered? It depends on where you were watching TV, as Oscar Wells Gabriel reports. 
The difference in approaches was clear throughout the day, starting with the morning shows. CNN's New Day had its anchors outdoors on a platform overlooking the Capitol. On MSNBC, Morning Joe talked about what happened in the seat of democracy a year ago. Fox and Friends mentioned the January 6th events only twice, once in a headlines package, the other in a segment where a host suggested President Biden was focusing on the anniversary to deflect from issues that are more damaging to him. The contrast remained in coverage of Biden's speech at the Capitol, where he strongly rebuked Trump. Most cable and broadcast anchors spoke about the forcefulness of his words. On Fox, the anchor called the speech divisive. I'm Oscar Wells Gabriel. The International Olympic Committee is telling athletes to be prepared to handle the coronavirus during the Beijing Games. Ed Donahue reports. IOC Executive Director Christoph Duby says athletes need to follow the virus playbook. Wearing a mask, uh, using gel, why not self-testing when, when it's possible? It is really important that, that those preventive measures are in place. If an athlete tests positive, he or she would have to return two negative tests separated by 24 hours. If they test positive before the game start... We want to make sure that there is still an option to, to come to Beijing. Preparation for many years uh, to, to be spoiled at the very last minute is something we want to avoid at any cost. Doobie says they are very confident about these games and the venues look impeccable. I'm Ed Donahue. Film director Peter Bogdanovich has died of natural causes at his home in Los Angeles. His daughter says he was 82. You boys can get on out of here. I don't want to have no more to do with you. Peter Bogdanovich became a big name in Hollywood after the success of the 1971 film The Last Picture Show. He was 32 at the time. It earned eight Oscar nominations and won two. He followed that with the comedy What's Up, Doc? and the road trip film Paper Moon. Bogdanovich said in a 2002 AP interview, despite his success, he got newfound fame for playing Elliot on The Sopranos. People who wouldn't normally recognize me as a film director suddenly recognize me as a, a guy on The Sopranos. Oh, he's the guy on The Sopranos. I'm Archie Zaraleta. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.